and welcome to another episode of Saturday the 14th. I'm Maddie. And I'm Maggie. We're mixing it up this week. We are. We did that all different. I know. We didn't say stuff at the same time where we usually do. Usually you start it. I do, but. And you know what? I just felt like going. Nah, man, do it. It's your podcast Um, too. But we're here to talk to you about a very scary snowman. Oh my God, guys. The scariest snowman. Actually, the least scariest snowman I've ever seen. I think I've seen scarier real snowmen. So Merry Christmas all. Yeah, Merry Christmas. This is coming out on Christmas. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day if you're listening to it on Christmas. Um, Try not to get murdered by a snowman. Yeah, you know what? Do your best. Um, I mean, to be fair, if you do, you probably won't listen to this episode. So, you know, it's fine. And I hope none of your family members get murdered by snowmen this Christmas, unless it's family members you don't like, in which case... I mean, still sad. That's still sad. That's still sad. Yeah, it's not a fun way to die. From what I understand, this is not a fun way to go out. No, but you will hear some really bad puns along the way. So isn't that what I guess that's something. You're going to die. Might as well be by pun. Is that what you would be like as a murderer? Oh, my God, Maggie. The thing is, like, I would be so bad at murdering people because I wouldn't be able to come up with good enough puns. (laughs) Like, I'd be ready to kill someone and be, like, blinking and just have to leave. I can actually totally see that where you're like, it's ice to fuck. That's not what this is. I have to go. I'm sorry. Don't call the police. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds sounds like me. But anyway, yeah, let's talk about uh, how horrifically bad this movie is. Oh, God. Guys, okay. First off, we didn't know because we hadn't seen this movie. No, this was new to both of us. We had no idea what to expect. And like, I'll be honest with you. A lot of the time we do try to be like, oh, you know, like movies can be not our taste, but still good. This movie's stupid. So I'm I think sorry. the problem that we've had that we're going to get better at is we keep picking movies by the VHS covers that scared us as kids. Sure. And this has a very scary cover. It does. When I was like, it's, I was six years old when this movie came out. So I was probably six or seven going to Blockbuster and... I was walking around where my parents would pick out a movie and I'd always go to the horror section because I just thought it was fun to look at all the covers. And that's how I saw the cover for Dead Alive. Mm-hmm. That's how I saw the cover for Jack Frost. Yep. Luckily, those are the only two I actively remember seeing. And what disappointments they have been. They've both been so bad. Oh, God. Blockbuster, there's a reason why you went out of business. Because <laughs> you carried bad movies. So before we get into any of the other details, we do want to let you guys know that there is a terrible... Horrible. Horrible rape scene in this movie. Um, And by terrible, we don't mean, like, graphic, because it wasn't actually not, even intended to be a rape scene at first. It's stupid, and it doesn't need to... Like, I don't really think that most rape scenes need to be in movies. Oh, 100%. And this but one's this especially one, like, not. super did not need to be here. No, I mean, uh, it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be just a murder scene, but because it's a giant, like inflatable snowman like pushing a woman to death into a wall they decided later it just like like that looks vaguely yeah so salty if, if that's an issue totally understand just want to give you a heads up but like i i honestly do think i would have liked this movie a lot more if it weren't for that scene because there are a lot of other things in this movie that i could like see it just being like a weird cute cult movie that's like kind of dumb but fun and then they just said like threw rape jokes in and killed shannon and elizabeth while she was naked yeah that part was messed up did not like not a fan no uh, to be fair i don't know if i really would like i'm not sure i'd say i would really like anything in this movie yeah i get that i don't know i mean like the weird we'll get into it we'll go little by little yeah we're not gonna have this is not gonna be a super long episode today because no, there's not that much to say about this movie we are gonna make fun of this shit we are going movie. to it's, it's absurd so let's get on into it yeah um this movie came out in 1997 as i mentioned before yes and it was both written and directed by a guy named michael cooney because they couldn't find anyone else to direct it so he directed it <laughs> um 
And don't get this confused with the 1998 movie Jack Frost with Michael Very Keaton. Very different in tone, but not that different in subject matter. No, a lot of the same jokes are made. Yeah. A lot of the plot is the same. Yeah. Um, there's even, like, picking on bullies. Like, the snowman, like, fights back against bullies on behalf of, like, the kid in the movie. Yeah, I mean, that's a little less straightforward in, in this Jack Frost because it's more of a selfish reaction yeah, to getting his still. head knocked off. Um. And uh, honestly, it's maybe a little bit better, but not much better. Honestly, the 1998 one is a yeah. little better. I think just by having Michael Keaton in it, that makes it better because I do but love Michael also, Keaton. Also, I did read some reviews of it that were like, "Yo, the like the 97 Jack Frost is so much better than the 98 Jack Frost because the 98 Jack Frost was actually trying, and the 97 clearly was not." That is a good point. I do think everyone involved in the 98 Jack Frost wanted to make a good movie and still somehow made what they made. Whereas this one, I think they were like, I don't know, we got no budget. Why are there so many jokes about snowballs and snow boobs? Like, why? Oh my god. The fact that, like, the pre-ass kicking one-liner, as they put it on TV tropes in this movie, is what's the difference between snowmen and snow women? Snowballs? Kill me. Um, no, they make, like, basically that same joke in the other Jack Frost oh as well. Oh, my God. So and I'm there's also a scene guys. where each of the snowmen get, like, snow boobs. Like, snow boobs are in both of these movies. Jesus where Christ. Where they're, like, snowballs, but they're on your chest. And, like, there's a whole article I read about how, like, both of these movies take the fact of them being, like, not men, but, like, snowmen as, like, a demasculinity thing. Very similar to the thing last week, actually. God. And how, like, well, they don't have a penis. Isn't that funny? Because I make jokes about it nonstop in both movies. Weird. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why would you put that in a children's movie? About how Michael Keaton doesn't have a snow dick anymore? Yeah. Apparently there are, like, multiple jokes. Like, one joke about him not having a dick anymore is, like, too much. But then there's, like, even more. That's weird. Yeah. It's really... Anyway. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but the cast for this was Christopher Allport, Stephen Mendel, F. William Parker, Rob LaBelle, Shannon Elizabeth, who was too good for this movie. Oh I mean, my she's God. not great, but she's too she's good for this movie. She's better than the rest. She's not given a lot to work with. No. She has, I will say there was one scene that I actually thought was really funny, uh, which I'll get there. Okay. I appreciated that. Like, she did well. Uh, Jack Lindine, Zach Egnaton, Brian Lechner, Marsha Clark. Eileen Seeley, Kelly Jean Peters, and Scott McDonald as Jack Frost himself. <sighs> There's so... Oh, God, it was so bad. It's pretty rough. Um, and it starts up... So, okay, so normally we would talk about uh, the budget, but I couldn't actually find any concrete budget info on this, other than the fact that it was made for the cost of the catering budget. Yeah. Which is a quote by Michael Cooney, and I'm sure that that's not really the case, because there were some special effects that went into this, but, like... This did not have a big budget. It was released direct to, um, like, on-demand, like, direct to yeah, VHS and TV. Yeah, it was, it was released TV. direct to VHS. So and I think this is the lowest rated uh, Rotten Tomatoes movie we've done. It's at 7%, right? I think yes. it's 7%, yeah. Yeah, um, it's really good to know that my favorite horror movie, Stay Alive, beats this out by a full 2%. Ooh, baby. So, you know, I mean, to be fair, audience uh, score is 55% on Stay Alive. Yeah, it's a higher... I think audience score for this movie is higher as well, but that's just because it has, like, cult classic standing, and now people are, like, into it. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jack Frost does have a 30% for the audience score. Still not great. Okay, question time. Do you think that this movie is better or worse than Silent Night, Deadly Night? 
Oh. Because Silent Night, Deadly Night was also a real mess. It was. That was the one we watched last year. Yeah. With, like, the Santa. The Santa kid. I honestly thought that, uh, I think this one's worse. I think that there was, like, a fascination in that one where there's just so many weird layers of crazy nonsense. Yeah, and I understood why he was doing what he did. Like, things made a little bit more sense. Oh, but Maddie, how could you be confused about why Jack Frost does what he does when there's a really weird intro explaining how much he loves to stab people? But but there isn't a reason. Why does he like to stab people? Uh, he just does. Oh, Lord. And the intro uh, says it. I will say that Silent Night, Deadly Night is kind of fun. I know this was trying to be a little bit fun. I didn't get fun out of this whatsoever other than just like really horrible one-liners. And like also the snowman looked so bad. It looked pretty rough, yeah. It was so bad that I like at least the special effects, like they didn't try anything too hard in Silent Night, Deadly Night. And they achieved what they set out to achieve. That's fair. Jack Frost did not set out to achieve what it wanted to achieve. Not really. All right, so shall we get into this? Yeah. Um, as Maggie just mentioned a second ago, it starts out with a really weird, like, dialogue between Uncle Henry and, like, a little girl. Who are not characters who are ever mentioned again. No, I think this entire movie is supposed to be, like, a story that this uncle tells this in little which girl. Case, that's fucked up. There's a rape in this story. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too, as he was doing that. I was like, excuse me, are you literally going to tell your, t- your tiny niece who by the way is definitely voiced by like by like an adult man yeah being like what are you talking about uncle henry it's very fucked up and i was like what is the point of this one would it have been that much more expensive to actually have a child read this 30 second of dialogue okay first off probably not second off this the intro doesn't serve a purpose no it's not really a framing device because it does not come back at the end it doesn't um and uh what you see on screen is just like close-ups of ornaments that have the credits on them. Yeah, which is honestly actually kind of a cool way to do the I credits. I could see that being used in another movie now like, yeah. and it'd be cool. Sure. It's just like the weird dialogue over it made no sense. No, it really didn't. But he like explains, so he's talking about like how violent this guy named Jack Frost is and he loves to murder and like... And she's like, you mean like Jack Frost? Like the one in the story? She's like, yeah, it's like the same name. Yeah, Jack was nimble. Jack was quick. Jack gouged eyes with candlesticks. Um, And then he apparently started to put little bits of the people that he killed into pies? Yeah, I guess he worked at a bakery. They that doesn't that come back. Bakery. Well, because then they say something about like tracking him to where he worked. But then they didn't even... But that's as far as it went. Yeah, so I think I just assumed that he must have worked at the bakery because that's how they found about the And they're the like, and the police caught him. Surprise. Yeah, none of that bakery shit ever comes back ever No, again. nothing about Very this entire... Very little of his backstory ever actually resurfaces. It probably would have been a better movie just without these, like, two to three minutes. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with that. Nope, nothing. Never comes back again. So then we switch over to um, a snowy winter's evening... And there's these two guys driving, like, a Department of Justice van. And they're uh, going through the uh, back roads of a little fictional town called Snowmanton. I hate it so much. Snowmanton, Colorado. Fucking shoot me. It's and terrible. So they're transporting Jack Frost to be executed. Yeah. And they're, the execution is going to happen in half an hour. Which is the thing that they say. They're still driving him to the location. Um, that's not how uh, executions work. Right. And they also just yell to him, like, deep fried Jack Frost is on the menu. Yeah. 
And, like, there's a guy back there. He doesn't... Jack Frost, I think, is just wearing handcuffs. He doesn't appear to have any more intense shackles, even though he's, like, a super murderer who's killed, like, 38 people. Yeah, and then he murders, like, the guy, like, the cop yeah. dude who's in the back of the car with him. Yeah, he, like, asks him for a light, and then somehow it's unclear exactly how this happens. He ends up dead. He's just so good at what he does, Maggie. He's That's so good at killing thing is people. They don't show him being good at it. No. Until he becomes a snowman. And even then, he's at pretty point, bad at it. But it's easy to kill people when you're a snowman. You have, like, bonkers levels of the element of surprise if you're a snowman. That, and also, he's, like, a magical snowman. Yeah. For some reason, just wrapping your arm around someone can kill someone. And somehow, you can just randomly produce icicles and stick them into people. I guess. I don't really know. But so... Yeah, I guess they don't have, like, any additional security... It's not like an armored car. It looks like a FedEx truck, to be honest with you. <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> or it was like a U-Haul van they covered in, like, paper or some yeah. shit. Um, and so he, like, kills them, and then, like, the, the truck crashes into another truck. Yeah, there's a car that's, like, going the other direction where he decides he's going to pour, like, liquid out of his thermos while driving because, you know, that's a smart decision to do in a fucking blizzard. Sure. And so the... Um, the guard truck or, like, the, the transfer truck, like, skids and crashes into, like, a, I guess a genetic research truck, which is just driving around in the middle of the night in bumfuck Colorado for I some reason. I have no fucking idea what's going on. I also movie. don't. But so um, then Jack, like, gets out of the back of the truck, and the other guy's like, oh, fuck, it's Jack. And Jack's like, I guess deep fried Jack isn't on the menu tonight. And then he, like, looks dramatically at this truck. The, the genetic research truck thing and like the temperature gauge is going up, 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 and up and it explodes and just like gets all over him and he like melts into but the snow. But he has the time to look at it, acknowledge what it's going to do and go, this is going to hurt. He doesn't jump out of the way. He makes no effort to nope. save himself at all. He stands um, in the line of fire. Also why I would be a really bad serial killer is because I would do the same thing because I need my one, I need my quips. So anyway, uh, Jack Frost melts into a puddle and then the puddle there's, like, this really incredible, like, MS Paint style. Like, <laughs> and you know in, like, movies where they are trying to show that, like, somebody's mutating on, like, a cellular cellular level and they, like, zoom way into, like, the bloodstream and then, like, through an ear or a pore You know what it kind of reminded me of is, like, a really bad version of the DNA animation from Jurassic Park. Kind of, But, like, yeah. worse. Like, it's very bad. Like, so they do the fake zoom in thing and then it's it all goes, like... It literally looks like somebody's making shapes in MS Paint. So the background goes, like, light blue, and then you see, like, little black dots, which I guess are supposed to be, like, his blood cells, and then those get little spikes coming out of them. The spikes, I think they were turning into snowflakes. Yeah, I know that, but it looked really bad. <laughs> um, and I don't know why they tried to do that. Yeah, and then uh, the driver, like, randomly, or the snow kind of, like, starts moving around and freaks out the driver, so he just, like, shoots his gun into the snow. My favorite thing is how hard they try to get around any actual special effects because they do this thing where it shows like his gun pointed at the camera and then an extreme close-up of just a flash and then his gun pointed at the camera and then an extreme close-up of a flash because you can tell like they don't have the The budget budget to make him shoot a gun on screen and then we get a cut to sheriff tyler yeah who is in a car with his family and like he knows that Jack Frost is about to be executed and like he's talking to his wife and his wife's like, he'll be dead now if he's not like, he'll be dead soon if he's not already dead. Like you don't have to worry about Jack Frost anymore. Then we get like a fun flashback. I would call it foreshadowing, but it's more like boreshadowing. Oh my God. Zinger, zinger, zinger. <laughs> to be fair, that's about the quality of the puns in this movie. Yeah. That's roughly where they are. Yeah. 
it's honestly also a really boring flashback. Yeah, it's a bunch of, like, flashbacks of him, like, trying to... F- oh, oh, no, it has him. He, like, pulls over Jack Frost, I guess. I also didn't realize this was a flashback at first, to be honest. <laughs> um, so it's, like, a guy, and he pulls someone over who gets out of the car. He's like, you don't want to do that. And so it turns out the sheriff was the one who, like, caught him. Yeah. And But, like, nothing exciting happens. He no. just, like, makes him get on the ground and he arrests him. There's not, like, a shootout or a chase. Nope. He doesn't find anything grisly. We don't have, see any pies with, like, fingers in them. Like, I know I'm, like, a weird, jaded monster who loves horror movies and started watching Criminal Minds when she was, like, 14 years old. But, like, I want to see some gore in the backseat of the serial killer's car. I mean, we just watched uh, The Thing last week. Yeah. And that had so much gore. And that came a out, lot like, of gore. Uh, like, 15 years before this movie did. They could have done, they could at least have had like a hacked up body in the back. Or that doesn't, trunk. that's not hard. Just get a fake leg, put some corn syrup and red food dye on it. Call it a day. It'd be better than any of the other special effects in this movie. Yes, by a I did, long shot. I did call them special effects. And while Paul was watching it with me, he was like, would you call that special effects? Isn't it just a guy in like a really badly made suit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, but anyway, flashback, really boring. Um, and at some point, the family, like, I don't know if this happens before or after the flashback, they, like, drive by, like, the scene of the accident. Yeah, it's, like, kind of between, because there's also, like, a flashback of, like, him. There's multiple flashbacks. At, like, the courthouse and Jack being like, I'm going to destroy your town. I'm going to rip your town apart or some shit like that. Also, can we talk about the, uh, <laughs> this might have been the stupidest thing is the, uh, like, ransom note style things. They know who he is. He's he writing signed from his prison. name. His name is on it. Why is he doing that? Why is he tearing out letters when he is signing his name? Oh, my God. It's so dumb. It's, it's so stupid. Like Everything name. is stupid. He signs his own last name. In the, in the letters that he's tearing out the letters from magazines. He sends from prison... A letter to a cop being like, I'm going to commit crimes in your town later. I'm going to find a way. Loving kisses. Jack, Jack Frost. F. Frost or whatever the fuck his full name is. I didn't like, honestly know his middle initial. He just signed it Frost, I think. But still, like, he. Jack motherfucking Frost. Don't do that. Oh, my God. Sorry. We, as you can tell, have a lot of feelings. Yeah. I always so, have a lot of feelings. Oh, that's what I was going to say is I remembered. I feel like there's going to be a lot of moments in this podcast today where we end a lot of like sentences with questions. And I used to have a really bad habit of up talking. This is not up talking. No, no. We're this is me confused. just like questioning every single thing I saw. We don't know what's happening. <laughs> and I realized I've been like, yeah, so there's like, he's sending letters from jail, but signing his name, but tearing out letters. Like what? It makes no sense. Ugh. So while he's like, Sam Tyler, who is the, uh, the the sheriff, is, like, looking through these things at breakfast. And his son, like, makes him oatmeal and puts, like, chocolate and marshmallows and antifreeze in it. Yeah, I don't think you know about the antifreeze until later, do you? Oh, it's, it's on the counter next to the oatmeal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can true. see it. Like, also, I want to point this out. This kid is, like, 12 years old. He is old. old enough to know that antifreeze doesn't stop you from getting cold. No. He's not, like, a three-year-old. He's, like, probably in middle school. Yeah, definitely. So I feel like this happens a lot in movies written by people who either don't know a lot of kids, don't have kids, or weren't able to cast the kid of the age that they wanted to cast, or they treat everyone under the age of 18 like they are two and a half years old. And then everyone who's 18 is, like, sex Sexy. Candy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so weird. It's very strange. But I, So 
I think I read that there had been antifreeze in the oatmeal before, mm. and they saw there was like a big orange like jug right yeah. next to the stove, and I was like, oh, cool. And also, okay. How did he get that into the kitchen? Both of his parents are there. Yeah, they were watching him make the oatmeal. What are they doing? Oh, my God. Well, maybe that's why the dad didn't eat it. I guess. Oh, but then again, he he didn't know. They didn't stop him, though. A lot of questionable decisions oh, here. Oh, God. So, uh, It'd be sweet, I guess. The kid's really excited because he wants to enter the snowman building contest. Yeah, and so they go downtown to, like, check out the snowmen for the And for some contest. reason, like, this teenage boy has made, like, a snowwoman with boobs, which actually is probably the most reasonable and, like, realistic portrayal of a person in this movie is that, yeah. like, of course a teenage boy would do a naked woman with boobs. True. And then apparently this, like, I don't know, gangly 16-year-old, 17, 18, he's probably 18, um, is hooking up with Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah, who is like the, way too pretty for him. Yeah, she's like the daughter of the local like hardware store owner. Um, and apparently her little brother fucking sucks. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah. And so yeah, so that's very weird. There's like a, a ice sculpture that's like hidden by a sheet because it's always supposed to be the best in town. Yeah, one guy makes the best one every single year. He's won the past five years in a row, and but he hides it in a sheet until like it's revealed. But it's never revealed. No, we never get to see this so, really cool-looking snowman. Really, honestly, this scene doesn't have much purpose, except for introducing Shannon Elizabeth. And, like, making jokes, uh, the, the the joke, like, what's the difference between a snowman and a snowwoman? Snowballs. snowballs. Kill me. But it's also funny, because then he's like, get it? But then, like, there's snowballs on her chest, because those are supposed to be her boobs, so, like, they both... Kind of, yeah, I don't know. Listen, this is a real deep movie. It actually does get into some very weird deep territory a little later on, which also, it also doesn't need to do. No. Um, but also these uh, snowmen are definitely not made out of snow. No, they're made out of, like you put it, basically shaved coconut. Yeah, it looks like shaved coconut or like... Um, Soap flakes, maybe? Something like... It looks so... They look furry. They, yeah, they don't even look like... You know how like a lot of times people use like stuffing or something like that? Like cotton stuffing or whatever? I think that's what the snowman's made. Like, I think that's what like, I think Jack that's Frost what he is, is made out of. But everything else is made of like a very weird... I don't know if it's like a paint or like a spray-on fake snow. I think it kind of looks like a spray-on fake snow, but also... So, like, they're, like, they have it in their hands. But there are kind of yeah. that actually have real snow in their hands, That's too. That's true. Not many. They just couldn't afford the water. I guess. It's very weird. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, a lot of opinions. But, so then, <laughs> so then Sam Tyler, the sheriff, goes back to his um, office, to the, the, like, station. And he, he meets up with Marla, who is his weird and delightful, I actually did like Marla, like, secretary, basically. <clears throat> Yeah, she's one of the more enjoyable characters of this movie. And she's, like, looking kind of dour, and he's like, what's going on, Marla? What, somebody die? And she holds up a little note that says someone died on it, which is so <laughs> weird. But I love it. I did like that part. So it turns out that the person who died was this guy named Old Man Harper, who is, like, frozen to death. Yeah, but, but his, like, his neck, neck is also snapped. snapped but and they think that it was snapped by, like, somebody wearing a big glove. Or mittens, because it didn't leave, like, bruises on his face. Yeah, so they think it was something soft. Not super clear as to why that would be Not the case. Not at all. And so he goes back to the station and he, like, calls the FBI and is like, hey, are we 100% sure that Jack Frost is dead? And they're like, yep, he's dead. But then we see, like, this flash, the scene of, like, these two agents, Manners and Stone, talking about the accident and what happened. And Stone is, like, I guess a scientist who was trying to do something with... 
I don't know. With DNA, and he's like, something bad is happening now. They just needed someone to understand what was going on. Yeah. That's the only reason why he's in this movie. Right. And they were like, it's a science thing, and now he's fused with the snow. Uh Uh-oh. And then we go back to the little town of Snowminton. So yeah, shortly after this, we see that Sam's son, Ryan. Yes, who's the dumb one who can't make oatmeal right. Yeah, uh, he's at home, and the mom comes in and is like, hey, did you build that snowman outside? And he's like, nope, it wasn't me. She's like, well, someone built it, but, like, it doesn't have a face, so I think you should go stick this carrot on it. He's like, cool. So he goes out and, like, starts decorating it. He puts, like, the coal buttons and the carrot nose on Mm -hmm. and all that. And then these, like, bullies come and start picking on him because they like to use their front lawn for, like, sledding. I guess. And he's like, like the black ice sledding, but like it wasn't black ice because there was literally snow. Right. He also phrases it as this is my dad's lawn, which is a weird way to phrase it because it's like his lawn and also like his mom lives there. It's just very weird. Everything is very strange in this movie. Um, But the bully who is Shannon Elizabeth, I don't even know what her character name is. She's just Shannon Elizabeth. It doesn't matter. Jill. Jill. Um, But it's her little brother and uh, he knocks the head off of the Jack Frost snowman. Yes. And then Jack Frost shoves him in the way of... He, like, knocks him over, and then he, yeah. like, drops his sled, and then his sled, like, runs over his head. Yeah. And it kills uh, the bully guy. Yeah, like, takes his head clean off, which it wouldn't, and also, what the fuck? Yeah, and Ryan's just saying, they're like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, right. I didn't Right, so the police come, and they're like, what the fuck happened? And he's like, a snowman did it. And... Billy's dad, Jake, is, like, convinced that Ryan somehow murdered his son, even though Ryan is, like, a child. And, like, five years younger than the guy who was picking on him. And, like, probably didn't decapitate another child in his front yard. Yeah, there's just, like, a lot of a lot of things here. Also, like, there were two other bully boys there. Where did they go? Aren't right. they witnesses to what happened? I guess Which was not. not Ryan killing anyone? Yeah. Oh, my lord. What, what the fuck? It's really weird. So then we get to see a little bit of the Jake and Sally, who's Jake's wife. They're like home life now that their son is dead, which is sad for sure. It is. Um, and earlier we saw Sally and she was making like a pretty snow woman. Yeah. She was playing angel wings. She said she always wanted to be the angel on top of the tree. Yeah, that doesn't work out the way that she wants it to. No. But so they get into, like, this argument at home because Jake is just being an asshole to everyone. And I get it. Grief is fucked up and all oh, he that. He literally died, like, a couple hours ago. Yeah. And Sally's just like, can we turn on the Christmas lights? And he's like, your son's not even cold yet. And then Jill is like, I want to go hang out with my boyfriend. And he's like, you're a slut. And your brother, you don't even care about your brother. And, like, a bunch of, like, really rude shit. And so Jill leaves. Uh, and Jake goes outside. Yes. And so he's smoking a pipe outside and he hears like hey mister you got a light and the snowman is in his front yard and he's like looking around trying to figure out where this voice is coming from yeah and he's looking on either side of him and he's like sam is that you like are you playing a prank on me like this is messed up because i think that your son just murdered my son so that would be messed up for yeah, you to he be thought now. that sam was going to come over to like apologize to him yeah no nope it's jack frost who uh he then starts to like come to life or whatever and yeah. which like we don't really see anything no they didn't have time. the budget for that um but jake like tries pulling this axe out of a stump that it is hammered into or stuck in yeah and fails comedically for a while he's really bad at it yeah and then just like 
Jack Frost takes it and apparently sticks it down his throat. Yeah, but he sticks it handled down. So, like, the blade is sticking out of his throat, which is a really weird way to I kill someone like with an axe. I feel like there are better ways to use an axe, but they probably just didn't want to use the budget <laughs> on the more corn syrup. Uh. And so then Sally is inside and, and like, Jack sneaks in by becoming water. Because he can turn water. Right. Oh, yeah. He can turn into water and then turn back into This is, like, where we find out that he can do that. Right. And so uh, he, yeah, he, like, slithers around in his water form and, like, pops up behind her. And all of a sudden, there's a snowman behind her chair and then slithers back elsewhere. Yeah. And then the Christmas lights turn on. And she's so happy because she loves the Christmas lights. Jake, I'm so happy. It's so sweet of you to do this for me. But it's not Jake. I I honestly feel bad for her because she's just, like, a small woman who's, like, child died and then she doesn't realize it but her husband died and she just wants to celebrate christmas everyone else in this movie is kind of an asshole and dumb and she just likes christmas a lot yeah honestly enjoy christmas i agree she has the best death though she does she actually her death is kind of cool it is it's very it's weird um, and bad for a lot of it though it is very silent night deadly night it definitely it was stolen true. from that yeah i can without definitely a doubt. see that for sure um, because what happens is that he, like, appears behind her and then, like, wraps his big, soft, obviously fabric arms around her and, like, strangles her. Like, he wraps her neck in Christmas lights and then, like, bashes her face into the presents until she's bleeding and, heavily. Uh, specifically into the ornaments because they yes. all break apart and are sticking out of her face. Correct. Yeah. And then, yeah, he, he hangs her up on the tree so she can be the Christmas angel she always wanted it's to be. It's a star on top of her and everything. And while this is all happening... For one thing, okay, the way that his, like, death, like, his attacks happen is just, like, you see sort of, like, wide hand motions, like, whatever the stuffed hand that they have for him is just sort of, like, flying to different locations, and then, like, just his little cloth face scrunching up in anger a bunch. It looks very bad. Like, I really can't express that enough. If you ever played with, like, a sock monkey and moved its arms around to, like, make it walk and, like, squish its face to make it have little emotions. That's exactly what they're doing. Then you have made a uh, miniature version of the snowman. Probably a better version, to be honest with you. It's bad. And so Paul, the hardware store guy, he, like, comes by to drop off um, some salt for, like, their porch. And he sees Jack murdering Sally and, like, runs the fuck out of there. Yeah, and uh, Jack starts chasing him. But, like, slowly, but he was, like, an ice... Or he was, he's bringing salt to melt the ice. Yeah. He gets away. Yeah, it's not really clear why he gets away. No. That might have But uh, while he's running away, um, we see the two agents show up in town in Snowminton. Oh, my God. These people are the fucking worst. They are so... Like, they're obnoxiously aggressive to local law enforcement the entire time that they're there for no reason whatsoever. And they're like, hey, can you tell us what's going on? And he's always like, it's on a need-to-know basis. He's like, you're literally in my town. Yeah. People are dying. Like, I feel like I might need to know this. He's like, no, you don't. Yeah. It's really annoying. And then he'll, like, make weird, uh, like, snide comments all the time and, like, use random acronyms. So he's like, "Uh, have the MVs been moved? And he's like, MV like motor vehicle it's like no murder victims and just like yeah why why couldn't he just say we're the yeah so he goes over to their place to Jack and Sally's home Jake and Sally's home and Stone who is like the nerdy guy who like basically made all the shit that made all this stuff go sideways is with him and he looks at like basically one watery footprint that jack left behind and like looks at it with like a weird laser thing and he's like oh this is the guy you can tell because like 
the structure water. of the cells allows him to reform in whatever way he likes, which is like not it, it's bad. It's dumb. He's like looking at it with a flashlight and then he's like, <laughs> I've solved the genetic mystery. Like, what the fuck is that? Um, and then we also find out like the axe handle what didn't like splinter it all in the throat. Yeah. And so it was like pushed down by something that had like incredibly strong arms, force, whatever. Yeah. And so they're like, what the fuck is going on? And so the the agents decide that they need to like put the town on a curfew, right? Yeah, and so they like bring everyone to the church because they're supposed to like do the snowman contest. I thought we'd finally get to see the really cool snowman. Yeah, me too. I just thought they couldn't they probably just couldn't afford a cool snowman. Probably not. Um and so they're then we just hear someone screaming outside and it turns out to be this the the salt guy who ran yeah. away. And he's screaming about how the fucker's a snowman and just, like, knocking shit over left and right and, like, destroying snowmen. And so Sam goes outside and he punches him in the face to calm him down because that's great law enforcement. And uh, we get to see what uh, Jack's up to when he somehow, he, like, is in the middle of a road with a stop sign. Yeah, so there's, like, this annoying deputy. I don't know. I really don't know. He's very strong, I guess. He's a handheld Stop sign. That's a good point. I don't. I don't. It's not like a popsicle stick. <laughs> but so Deputy Pullman is like driving around, and he stops at this weird stop snowman. sign holding. Yeah, this like weird snowman in the road. And so he gets out to look at. It. He's like, oh well, that's weird. And then he gets. He starts to get back <laughs> in his car, and he looks up, and the snowman's now gone. And then he's in the car. Yeah. Uh, well, he goes around the back of the car for some reason. He's to gonna get, get a out. shovel, I think, to oh, destroy the Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And that's it. when he looks up and it's gone, and yeah. it's now in the car. And then it like Jack just drives over him in reverse. Yeah, he like hits he him with the car. He probably could have like dodged it if he tried. There's a lot of weird deaths in this. I think that a sentient snowman committing vehicular homicide is the weirdest. He doesn't have feet. It's not even. That's a good point. That's a really good point. <laughs> I don't know how he's driving the car. Oh, my God. Like, I can get the corny, weird slasher movie deaths, like, where you string somebody up with lights. I love that shit. I love it. I love it. I think it's so fun. But a car, like, he just hits a guy with a car a bunch. Who could just walk out of the way? It was going, like, five miles an yeah. hour. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but anyway, uh, then we get to see where, uh, the bully's, bully, his name is Billy, by the way. He's Billy the Bully. Billy the Bully and his sister Jill. Yeah, his older sister Jill, Shannon Elizabeth, has gone over to her boyfriend's house. No! She didn't go over to her boyfriend's house. It's so much weirder than that. She and her boyfriend go over to Sam the Sheriff's house to break in and fuck in his house Wait, and really? drink his wine. As, I did not realize that. Yeah, it's like meant to be like revenge for like killing the, I guess yeah, for their son killing her brother. I don't get that's it. It's so weird. And so they're just like making themselves at home. Like they're like <laughs> they're getting sexy. They're like looking at each other and like it's clearly want to have sex. And honestly, they spend like 45 seconds just taking that off. is the funniest that's what shit. i was gonna say was i like, love that i scene. was like laughing in this scene i was like okay and paul was like cooking or something and i was like paul this is actually really funny it was because they play the 12 days of christmas over it and then like as they start taking off all of their clothes it like speeds up so it's like it's like a jazzy version of it it's very weird and it gets faster and like it speeds up to them taking yeah. off all the clothes and they have like 12 layers on right because it's cold like and just, like, every time they take something off, there's another thing to take off. And then it slows back down and gets sexy once they get to their long johns. Yeah. And then she's like, build me a fire and pour me some wine if you want to have sex with me. And then she goes upstairs and blow dries her hair. 
I don't get that. I don't understand it. Your hair does not need to be... It was not if wet. If you sit by the fire... It, yeah, first off, it wasn't wet. Second off, if you sit by the fire, it's going to dry out anyway, even if it is still a little damp. So uh, while she was doing that, uh, Jack Frost... <laughs> is in the freezer. <laughs> and he, he murders Billy. He, like, shoots oh, some icicles also, out. Okay, I'm going to backtrack for a second. When she tells him to get him, her the bottle of wine and light a fire, she, like, licks the inside of his open mouth... And that's, like, a sexy thing, I guess? I mean, that's how I seduce people. Do I not, not know not, how it's supposed to work? Is that not how you seduce people, Maggie? Is that, you do not lick the insides of mouths? Have I been supposed to be licking men's mouths this whole time? Only the inside, never the outside. Just right on the tongue? Like the roof of the mouth. Horrible. Horrible. I'm joking. This is all horrible. <laughs> I, I do not actually do this. <laughs> it's too late. I'm editing out the part where you said you didn't do it. <laughs> um... <laughs> But, yeah, so she's uh, blow-drying her hair. Tommy opens the freezer and, like... There's, like, a carrot and a bunch of ice in there. (laughs) This is so bad. It's so dumb. And then he, like, turns into a snowman and starts, like, shooting icicles. He shoots one at him. Yeah. And then, like, he shoots another one, like, through his head, which then, like, the brain, like, pushes out. And then you can see the brain beating. Yeah, and then it Do like brains beat. No, maybe blood flow or something. But it was making a, like a like a heartbeat noise. They don't noise do that for sure. Yeah, and then it was, like, it, like it sucked into a hole in the wall. It's so bad. And then, uh, so Shannon Elizabeth, aka Jane, Jill, Jack. I don't know her Jill. name. <laughs> um, Shannon Elizabeth uh, walks out and she sees a full bathtub. And she's like, "Oh, thanks, baby. You drew me a bath." Even and though, like, then- two seconds ago, he was like, "If we do not have sex in this exact moment, I'm going to fucking explode." But then she says, "Oh, like, thanks, hun." And then dead him like raises an arm and waves to her like, "No problem." <laughs> but he's dead. His brain is poured out of him. <laughs> And so she, even though she just blow dried her hair, she then proceeds to get into the she bath. She gets in the fucking bath with her full makeup on and her hair dry, and then she starts like washing her face and like and getting again, her hair wet. This is not her house. <laughs> this is someone else's house. This is the house of the sheriff. The, the head of the police department, she broke into his home and is fucking taking a bath in his bathroom. Oh, my God. And then it gets bad because this is where she gets sexually assaulted and murdered. So that's... Yeah. So then all of a sudden you see, like, a little bit of water outside the tub. Um, and then she's like, oh, no, it's getting cold in here. Why would you pour ice water in here, like, to her boyfriend? Yeah. Who clearly is not in the room. Right, like, nothing has changed But then she, like, opens her eyes, and she's surrounded by snow. Uh. And then, like, it turns into a snowman and starts, like, just hitting her against a wall. Yeah, and now this, I think, is where I think they just meant for it to, like, He's just supposed to be killing her. Yeah, but then it's just, like, it's a very restricted place, and it's a big snowman, so it... Yeah, it's a snowman that's, like, three or four times her size. Yeah. And uh, it's just, like, smacking her into a wall Mm -hmm. repeatedly. And so, clearly, it didn't look like it was actually supposed to be No, I think that if they hadn't leaned into it as hard, I think they could have gone in a different direction with it. They could have edited it down, changed it, but instead they, like, leaned into it and, like, added in more jokes about Because they thought it was funny. Which is fucked up. Like, these people, like, 
has he ever made another movie? He should not be allowed to make another movie. I know he made a sequel to this, I think. Oh, there is a sequel to this. Yeah. Who, who, who like, funded that? Who said yes? I don't know. I mean, this is a cult classic now, and I feel like that's an issue with a lot of, like, 80s and 90s movies. It's like, people just didn't take the shit as seriously as they should have. Like, honestly, like I said, that kind of took me out of it. I mean, it really, it, like, it really I did. I do think this like, movie would have been better without it. Like, Oh, it's I, a fun movie without it. With it, it's like, why did why does that have to be there? Yeah, does, snowman doesn't want to do that. It's a no, snowman. It's a snowman. And what I I was reading an article actually about again like toxic masculinity in the various Jack Frost movies <laughs> and how they both have this. I don't know why this is a thing, but it talked about how and this is like pretty uh, not great. So if this is a topic that bothers you, definitely like skip ahead like yeah a bit. But um, how like the carrot is supposed to be the penis here right mm-hmm. and it was added by them later so it's not even a part of his body yeah so he is actually getting like no physical pleasure from this other than point. the fact that he is like it, it comes from him like being physically dominant over her and nothing else and how like that's so fucked up of an implication more so when you think about the fact that literally it's like not even a part of his body that he's doing it with i feel like the way that it was probably viewed in the writing process was us oh, carrots like a dick I think that was uh, as far as they went it. With looks it looks like a dick, and that's that. And so it's like, it was just so unnecessary. And yeah. if you actually stop to think about it, it's just so much worse. It is really bad. And, like, when I found out this scene, because Maggie texted me before I watched it being like, yo, the scene's in here. And I was like, I don't really want to watch this anymore. Like, I don't want to support that shit. Yeah, and, that, again, like, the rest of the movie is fun and, then, and stupid. I just feel bummed out because I was, like, laughing my ass off yeah. about this movie, like, three minutes ago. It's a and then we had to get here, to it. and it's just like, no. Because up to that point, you're like, why is she getting in that tub with her hair dry? Like, why is all this weird there shit all happening? There are all these funny and things happening. Like, and then it's just oh, like, oh, no, you take something that's okay. super serious. Yeah. I don't know. So that's how we feel about that. Um, and let's never talk about that scene again. Yeah. Thanks. Um. So Jack Frost rolls up to the station with i guess the police cruiser from the other guy that he killed yeah and he like is gonna confront sam because again like he still has a grudge against sam because sam caught him originally and then like agent stone and agent manners are there and uh the the scientist one out of the two mm-hmm. is like yo regular weapons won't hurt him but then like the grumpy deep voiced one who's just like an asshole like goes outside and shoots his head off he's like what do you mean that traditional weapons won't work and sam is like quick question what are you guys talking about how do you know what's going on here how do you have any preparation for this and they're like okay so fun fact (laughs) we did this kind of by accident Uh, and they explain that like so stone who is like the chemical guy the genetic research company person uh they created these chemicals and this is the most batshit part of this movie. They created chemicals that they were hoping to be able to use in order to save human DNA in case there were ever a nuclear holocaust that wiped out humanity so that then future people, don't know where they would be coming from in this set of circumstances, would be able to use that DNA... To bring everyone back. To bring humans back. And so then that bonded with Jack's DNA... And it got his personality as well as his just genetic material. And don't you know that means that soul is a part of the DNA? The soul is a chemical. Why is this going in this direction? What the fuck is going on? Um, but anyway, the, the gun shooting the head did not work. And the head no. on, like pops back on. And Jack's like, now nah, you pissed me off. Yeah. And so then they decide that they're, they try to blow up a bunch of like 
aerosol cans in the police station. Okay, yes, this is so dumb. And there's, uh, I mean, to be fair, most of this movie is dumb. It's pretty dumb. But they dumb. take all the aerosol cans, the ideas are going to light it on fire, right? Mm-hmm. And so, well, one, they also fend him off with a hairdryer. Just hairdryers? I don't know if they just got a bunch of cheap hairdryers, like, on sale. Yeah, and they, so they get them, them very quickly. I don't... Anyway, so he uses the hairdryer to fend him off. Um, and they realize, oh, heat will work. So they grab all the aerosol cancers. They tape down, like, the nozzle. And they're going to escape through the window and, like, light a match or something. And uh, have the place blow up with Jack inside it. And the idea is that'll kill him. And that does work in the sense that the place blows up. Well, but but first, they go to get, the, get out. And there's a lock on the window. Right. Check that first. And so uh, Sam's like, okay, got to go get the keys. But for some reason, he's walking very slowly and his like fingers aren't working. Like he tries to pick up the keys, but like fails and knocks them off. Like he just like pokes it with extended fingers. It's never explained. Are his fingers cold? And then they're like in a puddle. And so like while he is trying to pick up the keys, like Jack Frost and his like water form is pouring through all the like crevices of this door yeah and then he like drops the keys into the water and has to pick it up and like it's, it's very tense but it's also so stupid like just use your fingers to pick it up go qu- you don't need to go slowly you going slowly does nothing in this situation right. you're not going to start up a spark and set the place on fire with your feet or with your fingers picking up keys seriously i don't know if he was like trying to avoid getting the water on him it was very weird it was very tense for no reason so anyway they get the keys they get out they blow the place up Jack um, Frost is kind of blown up. Kind of, but he's water, and then he can just turn back into a person, yep. into a snow person, well, so he does he that. into a gaseous form? I don't know. That's actually a really good point. Maybe I guess that's, that's kind Jack of what Frost they go too. for at the, with the furnace. Because then, once that happens, they're like, okay, well, we have to get him down into the furnace, and then we'll like, be hot enough. evaporate him down there. Which I think is their goal, is to turn him into like a you gaseous, know, form. gaseous form. And so they use their blow dryers, and they sort of like chase him down into the basement. They lock him in the furnace. And it seems like they won, and I'm surprised they did. This happens like four times. Oh my god, like, it happened so many think times. We won, and they didn't. No, I think you we didn't. Won. And so Stone and Manners are still down in the basement, and Jack Frost comes back. Yes. Jack like attacks Manners and like bites his face, and he like fucks up. Oh his yeah, face. yeah, okay, I remember this now. It just took me a second. Yeah, he separates out and he gets these ice teeth, and he yeah. bites his face. Apparently, biting his face once just kills the guy. No, I think yeah, it I don't know him, if it kills maybe. him or wounds him. They don't really go into a lot of detail with that. And then it like. He, like, corners Stone, and he's like, I'm going to kill you, basically. And then we see Stone coming out of the church. Because the church yeah. is Yeah, and they right? have, like, this weird, tense talk where they're like, oh, well, this means that, like, humanity, like, y- there's no real afterlife and anything is... Po-. Like, again, it gets weirdly philosophical oh, yeah. and then just he's like, in these parts. Well, well, how does it feel to be immortal? And he's like, cold. And then he, like, goes into him. Yeah, and so uh, then we see him walking out the front door and we hear Jack Frost be- voice being like, okay, well, fuck this. And so he like just starts puking out the yeah. snow version of him. Yeah. And then Jack Frost like reforms. Uh-huh. And then he just says, don't eat yellow snow. Don't know why that good advice, but where did that come where from? Where did that come from? What's going on? Where, like what? Very confusing. There's no yellow snow. No one. There's not. I guess maybe because he, like, kind of ate the snowman to possess him. I don't know. I guess. It made no sense. It doesn't. And so then Jack, like, traps Sam and his son in the car. And then he starts coming in through the the vents and stuff like that in water form. Yeah. And he ends up in the backseat. He does. And then, like, in the effort to get out, like, Sam kind of throws the oatmeal that Ryan had made for him. Yeah, because he's just been keeping it in his car for days. Yeah, which. It was a day. Yeah, I guess that's fine. 
and it like starts burning him and like he's like freaking out and apparently he's like made of meat underneath the uh, yeah there's some gore in there that i don't really understand but that's okay and they're like and so he goes to his son he's like what what the hell is in that thing and he was like well i didn't want you to be cold don't be mad at me and he's like no it's good it's good but like what was that and he's like it's antifreeze don't let your kid ever cook again no, never again. Also, I wouldn't eat anything that was the color that... No, it was really disgusting. And also just like... This, this kid is like 12. Again, way too old for this shit. And he kept saying like, I'm sorry, don't be mad at me for putting this in your oatmeal. Which means he knew that there was a reason for him to be mad. Like, situationally, yes, it is good that there was antifreeze in that oatmeal. But like, in general, he pr- he would have killed his dad. I mean, luckily his dad was smart enough not to eat anything that looked like that. That's fair. And so they're like, okay, antifreeze is the way. Which yeah. honestly makes a lot of sense. I feel like that should have been an easy... So then they just start filling the back like of this truck. Yeah. It's like a pickup truck, and they're filling the bed of it with antifreeze. And then for some reason, Sam goes into like a hotel? I think it's a church again, maybe? I don't know, because he keeps knocking on bedroom doors, and it's like, we're busy. True. And like, go away. And there's a woman who's like, oh no, what if that's my husband? Okay, so probably a hotel then. It was something like that. And it's just like, why does every room have like just people, just people boning and yeah. nothing else? It's nothing the day before else. Christmas. What is going on? Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and so like Jack chases Sam and he catches up with him and he like stabs him with an icicle and it's looking bad. Yeah. And he's like, I got you. Like, I'm through your heart he says it in a clever way i don't know everything he says it's like an attempt to be clever yeah and then sam like grabs him and they like fall through a window together he pushes him through the window and the truck has like positioned itself right below the window and they just he just falls into like a vat of antifreeze and he like sizzles and melts and you know and so then they pour all the antifreeze back into the antifreeze containers well first there's like a arm that missed it like that didn't get oh, yeah, it and yeah. so this like disembodied snowman arm wraps itself uh around the son's like face trying to smother him as the mom grabs him and puts him into the truck and there's like a weird like baptism looking scene where like the father is like dunking him in and out of the antifreeze <laughs> it's so weird and so then they put all the antifreeze back in and then they take it out to like Like, they have the priest, like, bless the ground. Like, he's doing holy rites over the ground. And then they bury all of the antifreeze in the ground. Even though it's the middle of... You can't bury things in the middle of Colorado in the dead of winter. I mean, it was all fake snow on the ground anyway. Um, But, yeah, the containers show that, like, they're bubbling inside. Yeah. But he's contained. He's contained, but he does get out because there's a sequel. Yeah. Um... So yeah. that's that's that movie, this guys. It's horrible. Don't watch it. Yeah. If you did, I'm sorry. Yeah. Never should have suggested this. No. I mean, or do, you know, if you want to, like, go into it knowing what's going to happen and just, like, be aware of that. Uh, it's entertaining in a lot of ways. I wouldn't call it, like, fun. It has its fun moments. And again, like, the, the, the stripping with all the layers, like, yeah. that was funny. The entire soundtrack is just Christmas carols, which I do like. But, like, in, like, Different a minor version. key. Yeah. And, oh, at the end, um, what is it that he sings at the end? Is it, oh, come let us adore him? I don't remember. He, th- that's like his voice singing some really creepy religious Christmas song. I honestly didn't even realize that was his voice. I just thought it was I a bad Christmas I think it's his voice. Girl. I don't know. There's it's a good like chance a it was. Voice. I just didn't notice it. Yeah. It's a mess, man. It's a huge fucking mess. Yeah. Like, 
props to Michael Cooney for writing and producing and directing his own movie. No. no I don't know why the... No. Again, the, the assault scene did not need to be in there. Most of this movie did not need to exist. We have... Okay, Maggie. Maggie. We have watched so many low-budget movies... That is That true. were done very well. Very we watched true. fucking Paranormal Activity, which was so good and shot for like $50,000. very well done, yeah. We watched Saw, which was made originally as like a 10-minute short film. Also true. Um... Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. Budget ones There's that like watched. a million great super low budge movies. And this this one, is not one of them. And they usually have one person who's like the mastermind. Also true. No, I don't give this guy props. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. I guess the, the fact that he wrote and made a movie. Like that in itself is that, impressive. Yeah. In the sense but the movie like, itself is not impressive. No. He, it's like, he was so busy trying to figure out whether or not he could that he didn't stop to think about whether or not he should. Ooh. Second Jurassic Park reference of the evening. Woo! Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So now that we have this out of the way, is there anything you'd like to add before we move along? Honestly, um, I happy holidays and I'm sorry <laughs> for putting yeah. you all through this. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's a, I will say I don't fully understand why, I do actually have something. I don't fully understand why horror movies that are Christmas based are always comedies because I feel like there could be a good scary movie that's not a comedy that's Christmas time I don't know if people necessarily want to see one and maybe yeah, that's the reason why I don't know they I think don't. maybe it's the theme aspect of it that like it's a little hard to lean into that without it being cheeky like you're gonna string somebody up with Christmas lights and not kind of laugh at it well no there's just other ways to do that like you just don't do that and you make it like around like a regular horror movie that's like around Christmas time I will be honest with you that's kind of what the first Black Christmas does and I yeah. don't think it's as entertaining as the like. I think it's a, probably a better movie. It's not as much fun to watch as the later Black Christmases. That's true. I just I think there are things that it could. Yeah. I don't know. And the same way that like Die Hard is like a good action movie, but also a Christmas movie. Okay. I think yeah. you could have a good horror movie that is also a Christmas movie. That's a good point. Um, but there's a. I was thinking about like the stuffed animal appearance of the snowman, how that makes it so scary. But there's actually a. I remember on um. Halloween when I was like eight or nine uh the newspaper published like short stories that were scary and one of them was about a teddy bear that killed people and it was about or it killed it was like a girl and her teddy bear and she like ends up getting like she loves this bear um and says like that she'll love it forever some shit like that and then she ends up like getting married and like the night after she gets married she wakes up and her husband's been like murdered by this bear he's like I thought you were supposed to love me forever Ooh. And, like, that terrified the shit out of me when I was, like, 10. Like, it was written a lot better than I just told it. No, I but make, just, like, it was sense. a picture I couldn't get out of my head. It was the idea of, like, that something that, like, is supposed to be so, like, sweet and, like, nice and yeah inanimate can kill someone. That's true. And I think that, I mean, that's kind of similar to, like, the Chucky thing is, like, it's supposed to be a nice toy that you just have fun with. But it was actually it's... cute. It's more like Talking Tina. Yeah. Like, Talking Tina from the Twilight Zone is so scary. That's fair. And, like, maybe it's, like, you get it for Christmas, kind of like Child's Play, which I guess is that actually kind of like no, it hits his birthday. It's not yeah, Christmas, yeah. but like okay, if they made Child's Play, but it took place at Christmas and he was a Christmas present that he opened like a day early, how like that could be a Christmas movie? That's, that's a also good point. A movie. But it's a, that's that's also kind of a funny movie. Yeah, but it's also scarier. Yeah, I guess that is the point. Is that like I think a lot of these movies sort of trade out genuine scariness for just being over the top funny. Yeah, which 100%. I think is fine. I think that a lot of it works. Like I, I enjoyed Silent Night, Deadly Night for how stupid. Honestly, and goofy I thought and that was better. Was. Yeah, I think that was like a good as 
I don't know if good's the right word, but like an enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for all these weird, dumb, like seasonal specific slasher movies from like the 80s and 90s because they yeah. are stupid like it's they a are, dumb premise fun. but they're fun and this one just didn't need that no, one totally. scene and it would have been fun if it didn't have that no i agree with that i just eh, eh. yeah that's kind of my overthoughts that's kind of my overall thoughts about this yeah but yeah uh thank you for listening yeah and um what are we doing next week madeline um, so we are not going to be having a new episode until 2020 true so we've decided that we are going to celebrate the end of 2019 by featuring one of the more critically acclaimed uh horror movies of 2019 yes we are um so we're going to be talking about the movie us jordan peele's second film yeah, I haven't actually seen it yet. Maggie's seen Ooh, it. Oh, I'm so excited for you to watch um, it and tell me what you like think. the actors in it. I've heard good things. It's good. It's a good movie. I heard there are rabbits. There are rabbits. And scissors. Yep. That's all I know. You're going to be in for a wild ride. It is a wild ride of a movie. I actually, I do kind of know a little bit more about it than that. I know okay. like the general concept-ish. I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure a lot of it will be a surprise. I'm very excited to hear your thoughts about it. But again, thank you. I hope you have a really lovely winter season. Yes, and a, and a very happy new year. And everybody drive safe and be careful around these holiday times. If you see a snowman in the road, don't run it over. Because I did just see that article about the guy who tried to run over a snowman. It turned out that it was like made over a tree trunk. Oh, that's bad. But, you know, just don't get murdered. Yeah, just drive around it. Be safe. Go around it. All right, guys. Uh, well, we will see you later. Um, take care, have fun, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Mwah.